0: Welcome to Bullies Be Gone, the podcast. Bullying sucks, guys, but we can't overcome it alone. We need help to get out of it and to replace it with kindness in our lives. And that's exactly what we're doing here on Bullies Be Gone, the podcast. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's jump in. Hey, everybody. How's it going? so this week I am giving a speech over at a middle school in Kaysville. And I'm pretty excited, and so what I've chosen to do to help me prepare for it, and to help you guys who aren't able to go and see it, is I have made um, a recording of my speech that I'm going to be giving over there. Um, So yeah, this is what we're going to, that's what this episode is going to be, is my Fairfield speech and what my message is. Um, But before then, let's pay the bills. How's everybody doing today? We got some people over here, oh crap, it's one of those speakers. When I was in school and we didn't respond loudly enough, the speaker would be like, ah, oh, come on, you can do better than that. How are ya? Remember those speakers? Yeah, I hated them too. It's okay. I'm not going to be that kind of speaker. Um, today though, I have a question for you guys. Who deserves happiness? Now, the answer, it seems pretty simple. And you're right. The answer is simple. Everybody. Everybody deserves happiness. By virtue of breathing, because you exist, because you are here at this school today, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to find kindness and love and happiness in your life. That's the first thing I want to say today. Second, today I want to talk to you guys about RPGs. No, not the role-playing games, the other RPG. No, not the rocket-propelled grenade, the other one. Respect, perseverance, and gratitude. These are the three main traits that will connect to the heart of what I want to talk about today. And what I want to talk to you about is something that is very real in every school in the world. And it's something that's very serious. It affects the lives of every single one of you in one way or another. And that is bullying. Along with my RPGs, I want to talk about my three tips for overcoming it. Now, how many of you know someone who's been bullied? I won't ask you to raise your hands, but I can imagine that some of you are probably bully victims yourself. Guess who else got bullied? Me. Bullying is a serious problem in schools around the nation. It attributes to one of the participating factors in the rise of suicide rates. And that is not what we want. We want people to be able to survive school, to enjoy school, and to be able to bounce back from adversaries, from adversities, from their trials and problems. So how can we fix this problem? How can we help kids persevere and keep going even when other kids are mean, even when other kids are bullies, even when life is hard? I don't have all the answers, but I do have my story and what I learned along the way. When I was in kindergarten, I had trouble seeing the board. And my parents took me into the eye doctor. Turns out I had horrible vision. Surprise, surprise. And surprise, surprise, I still have horrible vision. So I was prescribed some super thick glasses. And these things made my eyes enormous. Now I'm not talking just like four eyes huge. I'm talking your eyes are staring into my soul huge. Naturally, I got teased. I looked kind of funny, and I became an easy target for bullies. At first, you know, they just called me names. And those names stung, and I cried a little bit, but it could be worse, right? Well, don't worry, it did get worse. As the years went on, I started being shunned and excluded at recess. No one wanted to play with the glasses, kid. Kickball, last pick. Dodgeball didn't even let me play. Heck, half the time I felt like I was the object being played with during recess, getting shoved off of the recessing off of the playground equipment, getting pushed down slides. I mean, you name it, it happened to me. And then the physical bullying came. I remember one day after being told that I couldn't play kickball with everyone else at recess because the kids didn't want to play with the glasses kids, I came in and flopped down in my chair in defeat. Well. My loving chair buddy was holding his pen right underneath my bottom. And when I plopped down, it stabbed me right in the butt. That was in fifth grade. In sixth grade, I was thrown in a trash can right in the middle of play practice, right in front of the teacher. My freshman year of high school, I was thrown in a dumpster right before the homecoming parade. With a whole horde of stuff in between all of the other places, I felt pretty helpless, guys. I felt like a loser. I was so confused by what was going on. When things first started in elementary school, I remember thinking, what did I do wrong? Why do I deserve this stuff? What did I do? I could not figure out what I had done to deserve all of this misery. I felt like a loser. See, guys, we live in a world that is constantly trying to convince us that we are losers. It might be some jerk in the hall telling us that we are worthless. It may be a commercial telling you that your body doesn't look right. It may be a family member putting you down because they don't understand what you are going through. It could be a lot of things. So in a world of vo- of full of voices calling us losers, how can we keep going? How can we be winners? How can we show the world that we deserve to be here? Keep listening. You'll find out. So by middle school, guys, I was pretty desperate. I just wanted to be left alone. I, I really, really just wanted to be accepted and loved. And I mean, it's a basic human need. We all deserve happiness. We all need happiness. We all need love and kindness. All of us. Yes, even you. And then I had a brilliant idea. What if I acted like the people who were mean to me? What if I acted more like them? What if I walked, talked, and dressed and breathed like them? Maybe if I, if I was more like them, they would treat me better. That was my thought. Well, I was wrong. See, when I started acting like them, when I started treating other people the way they treated people, I started to become someone who I was not proud of. I started to become someone who I was not. I started to become someone who was not me. And because I was trying to be someone who I wasn't, I, things got worse, to say the least. I became someone I wasn't proud of, and the bullying only got worse. Guys, I was trying to impress a group of people who I didn't even like so that they would accept me. So how did I overcome this? Well, there are three main things that helps me out. The first one was knowing now, this whole time throughout my education, my parents, they were sitting on the sidelines cheering me on. And they wanted to help out. They desperately did. But every single time that they offered to help to talk to a parent or to talk to a teacher, I shot them down. I was like, no, don't do it. You're only going to make things worse. I don't want you to go talk to my teacher. I don't want you to talk to these kids' parents. Just, just leave it alone. I don't want it to get worse. One day... After I had been excluded by a group of people who I thought were my friends, not even by the bullies, by my friends. My dad saw me sitting around. He saw me sulking because I was defeated, guys. I was, I was sad. He sat down and he asked me a question that would forever change my life. He asked, Nathan, do you know who you are? As a kid, I was kind of confused by this question. Like, what do you mean? Of course I knew who I was. I mean, I I was me. I'm the only me in the world. I'm special. I'm unique. Blah, blah, blah. I thought I knew what was coming. So my dad continued. Well, Nate, if I don't think you really know who you are, because if you knew who you were, you would know that those mean kids are not right. And you wouldn't really care about what they are saying. Now that hit me like a ton of bricks. You mean the only reason I care so much about what those kids have to say is because I believe them? It seems so simple. And so that begged the question, well, who am I? And that was hard to to imagine, to try and realize who I was. And so my dad said, well... Who do you want to be? Because you get to decide who you want to be and who you are. Are you kind? Are you respectable? Are you respectful? Are you caring? Are you compassionate? And the more I thought about it, the more that I realized I was not who my bully said I was. I was a powerful human being who had amazing potential and had inherent value Just by nature of breathing. I was pretty awesome. And I knew who I was finally. When I had this realization, my bullies lost all of their power. Just like that. They could say what they wanted, and they did. But I knew it wasn't true. I felt so empowered and free. I was no longer acting to be someone who I wasn't just to impress a group of people I didn't even like. That's why the first thing to overcoming bullying is to know who you are. They can't change the truth, and they will lose that power as soon as you realize that. They can say what they want. But if you know who you are, no hater and no bully in the world can change your truth. So, who are you? What do you want people to think of when they think of you? once you know that, there is nothing them haters can do to change that truth. So the second part of my journey was overcoming in overcoming bullying was focusing now, I know what a lot of you guys are thinking like, yeah, we're kids. We can't focus. Are you kidding me? And I agree, okay? That's not what I'm saying. The focus aspect of this is focusing on what you can control and focusing on the positive, the things that you do have. It's perspective, is what it is. It's a point of view that's happier and less depressing. I had a lot of negative things going on in my life. Even when I finally made that mind shift and didn't care what the boys had to say, I didn't have many friends. And there's a lot of negative things that I could be focusing on. But here's the thing. Griping about the negative things in life gets nothing done. It does no good. It doesn't change anything. Instead, I chose to focus on what I did have. I did have, and still do have, amazing, supportive parents and family. I had a talent for performing and did a lot of activities in school. And I was a really kind person. I empathize, and I got along easily with other people. Focusing on what we do have enables us to feel gratitude. Gratitude which is a big topic that I could talk about for days. Now, the other half of focus is focusing on what we can control and not on what we can't control. Now, when I say, like, what can we control? I don't mean elements like the last airbender, fire, earth, wind. No, I mean, I mean is your words, your actions, your deeds. I can't control what people say to me. I can't control what people do. I can't control their words or their actions at all. But I can control me. I can control what I say to people. I can control what I do to people. I can control if I am kind. See, when I stopped caring and stopped focusing on the dumb things that I can't control... I started to experience this strange emotion called happiness. That was totally new to me. I had never experienced it before. Because I was always worried about things that I couldn't control. And I was always focused on the actions of people who I couldn't control and what I didn't have. But like I said, when I made that mind shift and when I started focusing on the positives in my life, and when I started focusing on what I could control, when I started focusing on my actions and not the actions of others, I found myself being happy and free. I was living life with intention and focusing on the things that I did have. And I felt good. See, when life comes at us, we have two options. We can become better or we can become bitter. Now, I tried to do the first option, and so far it's gone pretty well. Part of that is forgetting about yourself a little bit. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. And it leads us into the last part of my spiel, the serve part. So, story time. Once upon a time, I was about to turn 16. Now, usually that is a Super exciting time of life. Because what happens when we turn 16, guys? Yeah, we can get a car. We can get our driver's license. I mean, we can, some of us can start going on dates. 16 is an exciting time to be alive. However, I was not excited. Because I knew I wasn't going to get to drive the car. Are you kidding? Ain't no one got money for that. I also knew I wasn't gonna be going on any dates. No No one wants to go on dates with me. No way in heck. Anyway, my birthday rolls around and my mom took me out to drive to Colorado to use my driver's license and to help me get some hours and to get me a new iPod. Well, while I was gone, my brother started calling up some of my friends. See, I hung out a lot with the kids in the grade below me because they were nicer to me. They treated me a little bit better. They weren't mean to me, but they didn't invite me to do anything. They never invited me to hang out or anything, but they were nice to me. And so I stayed more around them than around the jerks in my grade that weren't nice. Well, anyway, while I'm driving to Cortez with my mom, my older brother calls up a bunch of these people. And he's like, guys, it would mean the world to my little brother if you would come over to our house and do a little birthday party with him. He really feels alone right now. And it would mean the world if you would come over and we could all have a good time and it would mean the world to Nathan. And so they all come over Um And one of those people that came over was my crush at the time too. So we get home from Cortez. I'm getting out of the car and I see there's a bunch of cars at our house. And I assume it's for my brother because he, you know, he had friends. And I'm like, okay, not sure what's going on. So I open up the gate and there were people. I turn to my mom. I'm like, mom, why are there people in the backyard. Mom. Why are there girls in the backyard? Um, what's going on? They were all there for me. And it made my day. It was so fun. But you know who was having an even better time? My brother. He had a smile on his face the whole time. Just watching me enjoy myself watching his little brother have a good day. My brother could have been on his own, doing his own thing, having his own date. He was a senior in high school, and he gave up his whole weekend to help his little brother feel loved. And he felt amazing. He was having the most fun of anyone there. And that experience stuck with me, guys. Fast forward um, to my senior year. Uh, There was a kid who had been bullied a lot in our high school who I was friends with. He moved away because it got so bad. And then his junior year, he moved back. And I'm like, I know how it is to feel alone. I know how it is to feel rejected and I don't want this kid to feel this way and so I called up the cross-country kids who were nice to him because he was on the cross-country team before I called up his parents and we organized this big welcome home party we totally surprised him we had so much fun and it was just so great seeing him feel happy see guys 90% of adults will tell you serve someone y'all feel better I mean, it's the most cliche thing ever. But guys, they're right. If you're looking for opportunities to help someone, you'll be way too busy to notice the flaws in your own life. About a year after this surprise birthday party, I was having another night where I was feeling like a loner. I mean, my friends were all doing stuff, and I was feeling sorry for myself. And then I saw this kid on Facebook that I told you about. That he was back in town, and I set out to throw a surprise birthday for him. Cuz this kid was feeling much worse than me. I should do something nice for him. And so we made the surprise birthday, the surprise, just the surprise party happen. And it was awesome. It was great. Guys, we are all in this life together. No one gets a free pass. No one gets to not live life. And we could all use a little help. Why on earth would we drag other people down? As we lift each other up, we all rise above the world. And we all conquer. And that's how I overcame bullying, guys. I knew who I was. I focused on the positive things that I had and only focused on what I could control and I tried to serve others as much as I could. I felt empowered, I felt free, and I felt strong. Now I know what you guys may be thinking, what does this have to do with the RPG thing you said at the start? I'm getting there, okay? No, focus, serve. It's great for overcoming bullying and adversity. But even more importantly, how do we prevent it? How do we create a culture where kids treat other kids with kindness? Because we need to cut off the problem at the root. See, this brings us to the first letter in RPG, respect. Society has taught us that if we don't agree with someone, we don't have to respect them. This is wrong, y'all. It's totally wrong. If any of us want to get anything, or if we want to get along in this world, we need to respect one another, no matter our differences. Because it's those differences that makes us beautiful in our own ways. It's those differences that make this world amazing to live in. If we want to be respected, if we want to be treated with kindness, we need to treat others with kindness in return. It's a two-way street. You cannot wish to be respected without respecting others. Respect is huge because it shows that you're big enough to receive the joy that is prepared for you. The next is persevere. Now, this is technically the theme of this whole assembly, right? Is perseverance. And it's probably going to be the theme for our entire life. Just keep going. Now, how many of us have seen Finding Nemo? Dory had a saying, remember? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming. Just keep swimming. Keep on going and keep on trying. Life is going to throw us curveballs. It's going to knock us on our tail ends. And like I said before, we can become bitter or we can become better. Yes. We become better by getting back up and going back at it. No matter how hard it is, no matter how hard it gets, there will always be a tomorrow, there will always be a new day. And there will always be a better version of your best self that is just waiting to be discovered. Now, don't beat yourself up if you're not there yet. Because I'm not there yet. It's a lifelong endeavor. None of us are there yet. We will be trying to get there our whole life. And that is wonderful. Just never give up. You deserve your best life and you deserve happiness. And you deserve to be loved by yourself. And that's what perseverance is. To keep pushing forward, even when there are voices in your life calling you a loser. To keep pushing forward and keep trying and to have hope. Hope that there's going to be a better tomorrow. Hope that there's going to be someone sticking up for you in the end. And I promise if you persevere, things will turn out in the end. It will be okay in the end. Now, the last bit of my RPG is gratitude. This is the cornerstone that gra- that glues everything together. This is the part that where we're going to need the most rewiring and reprogramming in our heads. Because we live in a world where we envy others. When we see people who succeed, we perceive that as our failure. If someone gets a really good grade in the class, we're jealous of them. And we think, because you got a good grade, I got a bad grade. When in reality, no. We can be happy for others. We should be happy for others. Because, guys, their successes are just that. Their successes We need to be grateful for what we have instead of wishing that we had what someone else has. If we live with an attitude of gratitude, we won't be able to feel the negative effects of greed and negativity. Fun fact! You literally cannot be grateful and negative at the same time. If we live with gratitude in our hearts, we won't seek to tear each other down. Instead, we'll be seeking to build each other up because we're grateful for what we have. And that's why it's so hard because society has been brainwashing us to think that we can't be grateful and happy for other people at the same time. I'm here to tell you guys, we can be. And we need to be grateful for what we have because as we are grateful, we are able to see the silver linings And that positivity in our life. We are able to see just how wonderfully blessed our life is. Now, (laughs) that's the RPG. Respect, perseverance, and gratitude. It goes hand in hand with no focus and serve. No focus serve helps us to overcome bullying. RPG... Helps us to prevent it. For us to become better people. Now to end. Who's seen the money? The the money? Wow. Who's seen the movie. Cool Runnings. I know it's an old one. But Disney Plus just came out. Right? Anyone watched it? No? It's about the world's first. Jamaican bobsled team. Now Jamaica. It is a. Island country, tropical paradise, there's no snow. So them entering into the Olympics for a bobsled team in the Winter Olympics was crazy. And they got bullied so hard. So hard by other countries, by other coaches. It was insane the amount of bullying that they went through. Anyway, one of the teammates his father came down and chewed him out for even trying to be on the bobsled team. And he ordered him to come home this very instant. Well, he had the night to think it over. And while they're at the bar drinking their soda, uh, another bobsled member of a different team started making fun of him. And he just kind of put his head down and kind of put up with it and just kind of took it. And his teammate grabbed him by the collar and marched him into the bathroom and plopped him in front of the mirror. And he's like, "Yo, Junior, what do you see, man? What do you see?" You like my accent? I think it's pretty good. Yo, Junior, what you see, man? Junior, he's sitting here like, "I see me." What do you mean? And then his teammate's like, "No, man, I'll tell you what I see. I see pride. I see power." And I see about, I'm not going to finish the rest of that. It's not school appropriate. But what's important is what do you see when you look in the mirror? Do you see someone who deserves to be happy? Do you see someone who's powerful? Someone who is strong? Someone with potential to do great things with their life? Because that's what I see when I'm looking out into this audience right now. But what do you see when you look into the mirror? Are you able to say those great things about yourself? And more importantly, are you able to say that about those around you? Because I am trying to help every school in this world to create a climate and a culture where people are kind to each other. Where they look at each other and they see a strong individual, a great individual, someone with great potential to do great things. They see winners, not losers. And I don't see any losers out here. And so I know that y'all are winners. And I hope you can see that in yourself. But more importantly, That's how I want you to be seeing each other. Be kind. If you're getting bullied, reach out, talk to an adult. They're there to help you. They can help you, but you also need to know who you are. Focus on the positives. Focus on what you can control. Serve others. And if you're not getting bullied respect others, persevere through the hardships, and be grateful. Together we can create a culture of kindness, but it all starts with you. Be kind, y'all. Thank you.